But focus. We're, go- we're going to focus. God damn it, we're not no good at that. The Sunday Skypers. Okay, mm-hmm. so do we want to do Dungeon World with, with Todd and, and see how it goes? Yeah, I'm up yeah. for that. Are you are you up for a time? I mean, we don't Just want everyone except Todd. We outvoted Todd. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> so we have Ajax, the uh, holy roller warrior. We have- what? I'm not holy in any way, shape, or form. No, <laughs> I am the holy. I'm oh, the holy that's roller. right. At- Cassius. At- this is why we have to get the ducks aligned. I, I-, I had a <laughs> specific reason why I uh, said Let- let's do it. Character recap here. Sure. Yes. We have Edwin, Edwin the Ed- Edwin's cool. He he's the type that'll hang upside down from a tree branch and still continue to fight. Well, not actually fight. So what do you mean fight? <laughs> well, okay. His definition of fight. <laughs> Yell distractingly. Uh, I think I'm going to rewrite one of my bonds. It, it's more appropriate to write. I worry about the ability of Edwin to survive the Ed. Hardships of adventure, or something like that, instead of specifically the dungeon, since we don't seem to be in one, or just survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure he can survive a tavern room just fine. Oh, you're going just hold that thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in media res. Okay, mm-hmm. Ajax, you you're you're running late. Uh, what caused you? to be delayed in getting to the town to meet up with the rest of the crew? Uh, the, there was uh, something about a boulder that some some farmers wanted to move out of a field and, you know, uh, some clever, possibly Edwin, suggested it was a worthy adversary, and I, I mean, I can't pass up that. Also, Glory, <laughs> uh, I mean, it may, not, it may not fight back, per se, but... No one but the mightiest and strongest could move that boulder. See? See, that's the way, <laughs> how he does it. That's how he gets so, me. So, boulder defeated. Yes. <laughs> you know, the farmers rejoice. They, they, they give you a, a, a bushel of corn, you know, just because <laughs> they, you help them with the fields. Or, if you wish, substitute uh, vegetable of your choice. Root vegetables. Oh, we can we can work in some weird elf stuff, maybe. Yeah, there there maybe there are lots and lots of like um, seedlings from from uh, you know flowers that haven't been um, pollinated by uh, by the, the male elf uh, trees, right? So <laughs> they they harvest some sort of fruit from it, or or like like tomatoes or something, like uh, like an elf tomato. So unfertilized elf eggs. Elf eggs. Uh, there you go. Elf eggs. <laughs> yeah, nothing elf creepy eggs. with that. <laughs> they're very nutritious. Well, well nothing, nothing cannibalistic about that either. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're, they're called elf eggs. The elves have a, this wonderful word that uh, none of us can pronounce. They have all the necessary <laughs> amino acids to build muscle. It's, it's perfect mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. If we're going to go with that, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, they look like tomatoes, but they're like bone white tomatoes. Oh, interesting. Still tastes like tomatoes, still healthy and all that stuff. But that's mm. where elf eggs come from because they're a plant, but they look like an egg mm-hmm. with a stem. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, world building. Mm. So anyway, you, you and your bushel of uh, elf eggs uh, are destined to meet the rest of the, the crew in town at the tavern. Yep. 
John, uh, ta- do you remember what the name of the tavern is? No, but the town's called Patience. Yes, the, the tavern was something goblin, but I can't remember if it was like Tipsy Goblin or uh, Dead Goblin or something like that. Or the Hanging Goblin. It's called the Hanging Goblin. That'll work. We, we, we yep. can retcon this. It, no, yeah. no, no reason why I can't have more than one day. It is the only watering hole for miles. It's mm-hmm. actually a pretty decent place. It's two stories. The upper uh, level has like a balcony that you can sit out on and, it, and enjoy the nature and a cool breeze above uh, street level. Uh, it's yeah. actually a nice place to uh, meet, drink, and, and plan your next uh, adventure. Oh. All right. Oh, did did he notice uh, when he was out there moving the stone, the 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 other stone that fell from the sky, or was he far enough away he didn't he didn't hear that? We're talking Ajax here. Okay. It's mind over matter, and matter was winning for a while. (laughs) So as you're striding in with 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 your bushel uh, of fruits or vegetables, (laughs) people can't really quite tell, and, and you turn the corner. And the hanging goblin is a gutted, smoking wreck. What? Uh... Burnt down to almost the ground. Nothing at least salvageable that you can see. What do you do? I I drop my elf eggs and I rush over and start shouting for my companions. No signs of any bodies. Does it look like um, there are any bodies in the in the charred remains of this? Um... It's it's been about a day, so uh, it's it's safe to say that either they've walked away by now or they never did. But uh, I suppose you can uh, assess the situation if you want. Are there any townspeople around? Not immediately. All right. In that case, I'm going to discern realities. What's what's going on here? This doesn't look right. Uh, 2d6 plus, I'm pretty sure I'm not very good at this. Zero. It's whiz, right? Yes. That's a miss. Ah, uh, well, it was an intense fire. And any remains would, I mean, even bits of metal have melted and stuff. There's no way that anyone who was trapped in here could have survived. Ah, uh, I fall down to my knees and I shout to the heavens, No! Edwin! I have failed you! <laughs> Mithralan, I have failed you too. And, you know, I, I go into this like uh, over the top melodramatic Greek um, chorus of lament. Enter Cassius and Edmund. <laughs> <laughs> Ajax, what have you done? I, I whip around like I get up and I'm, I'm like, and it's like night and day. I'm suddenly like, my friends! And I'm like, <laughs> arms out and I embrace all of you as much as I can. Uh, you know, I thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing you immediately notice: your friends are, are a bit funky, as a dirty and sweaty. Like, what the hell's what have they been up to? What, what adventures have you been on? Did did you just narrowly escape the the perishment of this this establishment? Per- he wouldn't choose perishment. He would say the the destruction of this uh, this establishment, the the, stri- the inn. Uh, no, we we met with a being from the stars and convinced it that uh, we could aid it. Mm-hmm. A being from the star. Where is this being? Show me this being. No, 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 not a being. Being a intelligence, a unusual creature. A rock. Oh, uh, a, a rock. You found a rock. Mm-hmm. 
So where that talks detects bullshit skill. It talks Edwin. I look between you, all of you, like you are not quite like sane or or make any sense. Uh, so why did you burn down the inn? I mean, I know some of you are smarter than me, so I'm probably like, uh, I'm going to give you me. the benefit of the doubt for now. So, uh, yeah, I, again, I, I, I uh, reach up my hand and I, I say, show me this rock. Back in the forest where it fell. It was, it's very big. Maybe you can lift it later, but not right now. <laughs> Well, all right then. Well, but, but how are you speaking with it then, if it's in the woods? Well, I'm not speaking with it now. I spoke with it when I was in the woods. And it has a quest for us. What kind of quest? Well, it wants to go back up to the sky. Yes, it's going to tell us how it can build a, a skyship. We're going to get some of the required components. I see. All right then. Um, let me collect my eggs and my spear, and um, I, but, I will but, be along. But the burning of the inn, what did you do here? Yeah, why'd you burn it down? And, and it, was, it was destroyed. I thought you were all dead. But luckily you weren't, so let's go. But I wanted to drink. Naughty words. My stuff was in the room. I don't have a ch- This is it. I'm looking down on my armor. This is it. This is my only change of clothing. This is the only why clothing did- you need. <laughs> I smack you on the chest. <laughs> Where's the innkeeper? Uh, presumably I, dead. Everything is melted inside. I, I'm going to go looking for a living local. <laughs> yeah, same here. I'm actually looking to see... Are there, are there, I'm, I actually I'll go inside and look around and see if I can see any remains. As in, you know, bodies. Oh, quick question. Is Mithralan at all with them or somewhere else? If I were Myth, I would be super uber paranoid and keeping an eye on the forest folk to make sure they don't fall under the influence of the rock. So I'm going to say Myth is plain forest, please. All right. So I I maybe do a quick like question with uh, one or both of you and and, uh, like just just to ascertain that he's not gone. No, yeah, he's busy doing his druid thing. I think he's enlisting a bunch of squirrels to keep eye on the rock. That's nuts. But the, the, I mean, it does sound just like the kind of insane thing that he would be doing. So how's Edwin doing with the um, investigating? Of the ashes itself, there were no bodies in it. Everyone was able to evacuate successfully. Mm. Uh, but but it is a total loss and just uh, a bare skeleton. Uh, there's maybe a few hot coals that are generating some smoke from uh, yesterday's uh Inferno. How, how large is the town? Like, is it just essentially the inn and a couple more houses, or not quite a thousand? But uh, th- there's enough that side industries like smithies and stables exist. Okay. But it, but is predominantly a, a rural culture. So mm. it would be weird if no one else was around. Yeah. Well, see the excitement of of the in, incinerated inn is over but it, right. if you sit there standing in the ashes with a bushel of fruit and your friends eventually someone might come in because mm-hmm. hey you know these people get bored easily i was looking for a living resident of the village great what do they look like <laughs> well the smith so he's got his apron on and uh he's all sooty Ah, suspicious, covered in soot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Could he be the culprit? (laughs) So, Smith, what happened here? 
<laughs> My name is Baker. Sorry. Gives you a steely-eyed look. You know full well what happened here. No, no, I don't. That's why I'm asking. I'm charming and open. I'm speaking frankly <laughs> with someone. Are you going to try to retcon history in front of this guy's eyes or actually try to sell off the idea that you somehow were not involved? I don't remember us being involved with any burning of the inn. If that happened, I don't remember it. Yeah, because we had plenty of time to you know to get our stuff, to, stuff together and head on out. The, the, if the inn was on fire when we left, we would have known about it. <laughs> there was a burning of an inn in uh, the game Wilhelm jammed. <laughs> okay, let's pause for a moment. Did you burn the wrong well? Did I burn the wrong in? That that would be the game of Wilhelm Jim, which you yes, played in. Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. We can have a burn burn down it. Wow. In. Wow. <laughs> bad, bad mental train wreck there. <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly fine for us if it burned down in. Let's go with it. It's, well, it's burnt down now. Obviously that other group of adventurers came by yes. when we were out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> let's make let's make it so cuz I have accidentally just transformed accident. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. I I feel weird. <laughs> okay. So immersed in the story, you forgot I'm <laughs> like trying to remember to the details and I remembered the wrong uh, session. <laughs> well, hey, guess what? It burnt down anyway, damn it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We have nothing to do with this. When we left, this was still intact. I look over at Edwin and I gesture, you know, you know, tell them. That the Smith totally believes all adventurers are the same and they're all pyromaniac troublemakers. So, hey, we're not playing Lamentations of the Flame Princess here. We're playing Dungeon <laughs> World. I don't think you're being fair. <laughs> and you thought the Smith was fair. <laughs> he knows what you types are like. <laughs> fair enough. So, Edwin, try to charm this fellow to convince him that you're not the same group that I thought you were. <laughs> we're not the adventurers you're looking for. We were off adventuring in the... The woods, ensuring that everyone was safe from the ill fortune of the falling star. Oh, yes, yes. I recall that. Well, you don't look like you're uh, dead, so I'm assuming you were successful? We have uh, made an agreement with the strange being that uh, came from the stars, and it will not trouble the forest as long as we help that build a starship. Ah, oh, you're pulling my chain now. Well, we we may need your help. A good craftsman such as you. Looks at you three. Are we talking pain help here? I'm sure you will be well compensated in some manner. Ah, uh, not pain help. Well, we'll discuss it later. We have we have a, a quest that we need to perform. Quest away in in that direction. Uh, Smith. Where's the innkeeper? I must speak to him. We must see uh, the Temple of Minerva. Must we'll 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 see what it can do to assist him in rebuilding. Yes, I'm, I'm sure the church is always uh, good for a few coin to help the the needy. He lost everything. Yeah, yes, he did. E even the roof over his head. I look at Edwin. Edwin, uh, 
figure out where we need to go for the for our first uh, for our first first of our obviously many quests. I'm going to hunt down the innkeeper and see what see what we can do for him. <laughs> Probably all we can do is give him a decent burial. I d- everyone got out okay. Yeah, t- try try the the town square. This is uh, most likely that, that that's where uh, people have gathered to commiserate. Mm-hmm. It was a fine establishment. So I had that direction. What's Ajax doing? I'm going to tag along with Edwin wherever Edwin is going, because I worry about him surviving. <laughs> what about your uh, bountiful harvest? Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep carrying it under my arm and occasionally eat from it. Maybe we can trade those for a drink. Let's go to the market. Well, the market's probably in the town square. <laughs> yes. Let's go there. Well, right on the money. The town square covered in cobblestones, which is a lot better than most of the streets, which are dirt. So it, it is a natural center for disseminating news, for meeting and discussing events of the day. Like, did you see that fire? <laughs> <laughs> there is a equivalent of a town hall. It is not much, but it, it is mm. enough for, to be a place where people – Go to uh, air their grievances. It's it's got uh, a little bit of, of a jail for uh, the few miscreants that do uh, need to get locked up. A municipal building would be too high tech of a description, but that's what it is. Town mayor or city council? It's still a feudal uh, society, so uh, a mayor has been appointed, and he's probably like. The highest rank you can get before you get the ad sir to your name. <laughs> but there, there are some people uh, got gathered on the steps because uh, Cassius and Edwin uh, were previous patrons. They do recognize the barkeep, and he's just looking so downtrodden. Yeah, I mean, he's still sooty because he hasn't. Uh, had a chance to uh, change his clothes or, for, or anything since he was fighting the fire yesterday. Do we have a name for the innkeep? <laughs> Don't we just call him innkeep? <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know, Cassius is a, is a type to, you know, get to know people. So. Right, so he can influence them later. Gotcha. So, Steve, have you heard the good news? <laughs> no, no, he's not going to have a name like Steve. It'd be like Barn. Gregor. Hey, how about Gregor? No, that's way too citified, barn. I go up to him and I, you know, is he sitting down or standing up or? The front know. porch has been converted into a wide set of low steps, so mm. you can be in the porch in the shade, or uh, you can be sitting out uh, on, on the steps, which, in a way, form benches. So most people tend to gather around the porch and bench. So. It's, not quite loitering. It's kind of like you grab a spot and you can talk and yeah. air your grievances. Well, I'll go over to where Barn is and sit down next to him and say, good friend, good friend, what happened? He looks up at you, realizes that you were a loyal and paying customer. Oh, yeah. I rented a room. Some adventuring hobo vagabond bastards came through. Start out a fight and set the place on fire. I will contact the temple and see what we can do for you. Do you have a place to stay? He just kind of blanks and says, like, not anymore. Hmm. Is this town big enough for a, a temple? 
I'm talking temple of Minerva, just a temple temple, because it's a pantheon, so... There's not enough revenue is generated from a small town like this for a temple. There are not a couple enough. of shrines. Matter of fact, probably in a town square, you can probably find three or four shrines in the, in the various sides and corners. And people will leave offerings and stuff like that, but there's is, no is there, dedicated... Is there a shrine to some sort of war pa- patron deity? Because well, if there are, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some uh, elf eggs as a sacrifice. That's totally acceptable. And if we're going to have a Minerva, then we certainly have uh, one for Ares. Yeah, okay, I guess I'll leave one elf egg at Minerva Shrine just to, you know, be neighborly <laughs> and... The smallest one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cherry tomato. Yeah. The, the way it works is, when you donate to a shrine... Someone who is in need, who has affinity with that shrine, can in turn take it. So it's oh. kind of like a communal food bank. The uh, the amount of what it can provide varies. Sometimes uh, during the harvest season, uh, there will be some lavish displays there. But they're to help the people in need for uh, that particular belief. No one's left anything to drink, have they? you're just going to make the old man cry aren't you (laughs) well we need to find you a a place to stay do you have any uh, family that are in the city says on vacation of all things i'm I'm short-handed i'm I'm gonna butt in here i'm like i'm I'm like uh cassius there are plenty of houses he will be fine we have a quest to do i just give you that look that look says i'm busy Doing something, you know, for the people. I'm a paladin. This is what I do. You that look that says the light is not on. I don't get what you're saying. Like, come on. No, no. no. Uh, let's let's go talk to the mayor. Uh, here, come on, Barn. Let's go talk with the Lord with the mayor and see if we can find you a place to stay. Uh, the mayor is probably sitting with Barn, listening oh, okay. to Bar- Barn's oh. belly aching. I just look over. I just look over to the mayor. And see, mayor, what? We're, let's go with Greenhound. Okay, man, can look at Mayor Greenhound. Is it any is there any place where where Barn could stay while while we see about getting his business rebuilt? I mean, it's a it's a loss of income for the town, and perhaps the town should help him rebuild so he can bring more income. Besides, he had a he had a decent decent larder and a even better cellar. The mayor nods. There have been a couple offers, and Barn rolls his eyes. It says, I'm not going to shack up with a widower. These are trying times. Does she have an inheritance? A widower. <laughs> widower. Oh, widower, not widow. Does he have an inheritance? No, no. <laughs> Do you have any place for him? Could he stay with you? His thought story for a second says, we could always put him up in the jail. I just give him that pleasant blank look. That Morna says, no. Have you found your coinage? It's probably still there, but it's now in a different form. Uh, form. I salvaged what I could from the till, but the, the, the greatest loss was my ledgers. Kind of cool. looks around at the city. Yeah. <laughs> Says, There's a lot of people that uh, had tabs that he lost. Edwin. We need to, we, before we go on a quest, we need to, well, rally the town in helping poor Barn rebuild his, rebuild his tavern. Sing him a song. While I'm sure my tales would boost his spirits, 
I don't know that it would do much to raise a inn from the ashes. Like what? What are the principles of Minerva, uh, according to you? Like, what, what's she about? Wisdom, art, schools, and commerce. All right. So, the, I mean, this should be in your divine wheelhouse. Uh, commerce. <laughs> yeah, it's right? in the commerce. So, yeah. Yeah. Ajax will just walk up to you and you know step into you again, like step into your field of view again. And he's just just like annoyingly close with his battered helm. He's just watching you with his eager eyes, and he's like, Cassius. If we get them to help this man, will you stop this nonsense and come with us on the quest? Yes, of Good. course. Yeah. Then I'm sure Minerva would be pleased to have you order these people to relinquish their, their what's the word? And I'm snapping with my fingers at uh, Edwin. Um, Capital? That's a word. I don't know what it means, but yes, that's a word. And it's probably the right word. Relinquish their capital. I'm sure you can do it in the name of your goddess. Ah, uh, sadly, I am a law only works on an individual basis. I don't have a group. Well, wait a second. Uh, well, the mayor right there. <laughs> uh, from, from purely like game mechanical point of view, I just point you to I am the law and point you toward the mayor and say, hey, yeah. you, sh- you shall charge the people here in the name of Minerva to, um, you know, relinquish yeah. their, uh, their, uh, their uh, yeah. old funds. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that will pay for the, the inn, right? Yeah, yeah. That's one way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I sort of stand up and I look, you know, walk over to the Minerva Shrine, look down at the lone bit of fruit, (laughs) walk back over to Ajax, look at him, reach in, grab in three, go back to Minerva's shrine, put down three elf eggs, uh, kneel, do a quick little prayer, look up, nod, walk over to, and walk over to the mayor. Only this time I'm not, I'm walking with that. Bit of self assurance that I just got. I just got the word from up on high. I looked on him and I say to him, and I say unto him, <laughs> oh, Mayor Greenhound, by the authority of of Minerva, her divine and, and her divine blessing, you are to help him help the innkeeper Barn rebuild his establishment and to organize the people here to 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 do so. That is the word of Minerva. And let's see if the word maneuver carries any count with him. <laughs> eight. Okay, what's an eight do for me? Um, I am the law. Dun, 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 they choose. Dun. They choose. Do what you say. Back away cautiously, then flee. Attack you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no tack. And I don't think he's going to flee. So he sits there and he stares at you. And the sweat starts pouring off his brow as he thinks. And he claps his hands together. Says, a festival. A festival for Barn to help him get back on his feet. That is what we need. In three days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he grabs one of his uh, pages. Says, send out the word. In three days, we're having a festival for Barn raising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I turn to Ajax. Satisfied? What? Oh, <laughs> yes. Very. Good work. Let's go. Before you leave, Barn does get to his feet, and he shakes your hands, Cassis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You have motivated people in ways I cannot fathom. Says, mm. I will have to keep Minerva's shrine close in the new building that will rise from guidance. I shake his hand, then I put both hands on his head and then, you know, touch my forehead to his forehead. May Minerva's blessing be upon you. Take a deed's <laughs> point. Oh, wait. <laughs> Where to next, Edwin? You you know you know what you you spoke with the with with the being. Yes, yes. Um, 
We never really discussed any specifics, Todd. So, because my memory is a train wreck, I, I could swear we we were talking about floatstone from the dwarves. We must go to the mountains to the dwarves for floatstone. Dwarves mountains. Why does it, has... <laughs> <laughs> it have to be dwarves? At least I'll get a good drink there. <laughs> they all you talk about is digging holes and getting gold. Well, we don't know. We we haven't met any dwarves yet, right? Well, there's the rumors, of course. You know, you know that they have an affinity for stone and mountains and all that stuff. They're not terribly common to see in the capital. If there's any dwarves, it's almost more like they would have an embassy that, rather than uh, a dwarven quarter or a community like that. A dwarven consulate. <laughs> That's not too far from it. You know, <laughs> something that represents the dwarves as an entity so they can do business with the humans. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go to the mountains. Let's eat lots of elf eggs on the way. <laughs> Until you're sick of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's too bad uh, we don't have our elf with us. He could hunt hunt venison or whatever for us. Well, I think you're true delicious dungeon rations, I think. We're in. We're in. We're in the market. I'm going yes. to. I'm and, going and market to... is a generous term for about four or five stalls of farmer sure. goods. Is there? A, is there a purveyor of smoked and cured meats? Sure. There's no reason to starve you out at this time. Here's a question, uh, Todd. Does do the elf eggs count as like rations? Uh, should I mark them down, or or do we? Should I count them as the rations I'm already carrying? Since we, I hadn't. They, they are, they are the rations you have not written down. So the process of eating elf eggs does not expend your rations. So right. the rations extender. Okay. Oh, that's a good question. How much gold do we have? I have none. I I do not remember reading about coinage in Dungeon World. So is that yeah. something that I missed? There are coins. As far as I know, but they're just called coins, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Do how much? How many coins do we start with? Uh, it depends on your uh, playbook or class, and I start with none, according to my choices. Yeah, I didn't choose any. My coin Which means is we're more. penniless. We're the best kind of adventurers. I do have a spot for coin, but I don't actually have anything that says it says how many coins I start with. I just have a blank spot for coin. If you look in starting gear. There's probably a choice somewhere in there about coins. If there isn't, then I guess you don't start with any. And if you didn't choose it, you don't start with any. If I look in, if I look in the Shrine Minerva, are, did anyone leave any coins? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can trade some of the elf eggs for for some uh, a variety in our diet if that's necessary. But so right right now, uh, you, you guys don't have enough scratch to even get a uh, room at the end to get cleaned up. It will be fine. We will have a long road to the mountains, and I'm sure there will be horrors and lots of coin on the way. I'm looking over at the at the uh, various smoked sausages and so forth. <sighs> that would have been good. As you're looking at those sausages, mm -hmm. uh, the, the wealthiest among you is Ajax with his bushel of fruits. And a, a bushel is a bit awkward to carry, so maybe trading that for some smoked meats might actually be a wise move. Sure, I'll, I'll just go to the stall and just put the basket down and go, how much meat for this? 
Oh. Rather, I, I probably say all of the meat I can get for this. He makes you a reasonable offer that uh, converts into about mm, four days worth of meat. All right. Mm. That's for the party. Okay. There's only one major road to the mountains because that is the heavily used road that uh, the quarries run down, trade uh, uh, to uh, the Dwarven Peaks. It gets a lot of traffic. The dwarves do believe in commerce. They're not isolationists. But it is also a road that is heavily trafficked by bandits because they know where the money is on this highway. Perhaps we can get a ride on a, on a caravan as guards. I would prefer riding to walking. Yeah, if if you were tidier and cleaner looking and not so scruffy, you might be able to get away with that. It will be faster if we just go ourselves. Although there is the possibility of bandits attacking a caravan, and that would be good. More glory for us. What do you say, Edwin? I'm sure I could uh, negotiate a deal for us if there's a merchant head in that direction. Yes, yes, surely they would want entertainment. And if there's bandits, having you stalwart gentlemen would be an advantage. <laughs> All right, it is settled then. I'm going to chafe in this armor. <laughs> yes, you suffer for your goddess. <laughs> so I'm going to go looking for anybody heading that direction. going to be kind of hard to scrounge someone on the spot that's heading there. You might actually have to uh, travel down the Stoneway, which is the name of, of this hallway to the Dwarven Mountains, on foot and catch up with or have a caravan, caravan catch up with you. But uh, finding one from this town, not so much. They don't have a need for stonework the way, same way the capital would. Begin our journey and we'll, we'll find uh, someone to travel with along the way. Okay. We're talking like a, more, than a, more than a day's trip, though, correct? You're probably talking a week on foot. And time passes. What <laughs> <laughs> is our obligatory make a perception roll move? I'll make your move, man, and if there's a discern realities in it, uh, let us know. Is any of you walking along completely oblivious to your surroundings? Oh, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a seasoned pal- paladin. Yeah, I'm keeping my eyes out. Give me a, a 2d6 plus wisdom, and same for Ajax. So are we doing discern realities or just doing a notice? This is more of a notice. Because, hey, I still have trad uh, reflexes I have to deal with. All right, so I get zero on could that. still work, right? Uh, the fiction could still work. Uh, I'm totally oblivious. Hey, experience point, yay! <laughs> the guy in the helmet gets a partial. I mean, uh, Todd, nothing prevents you from, like, saying, I'm going to make a custom move here, and it's going to be based on take watch, but instead of, like, uh, the camp isn't awake, the, the your fellows aren't prepared, right? It's super simple. <laughs> Roll to see if you are lulled into the monotony of travel. Ajax. Uh, I got a nine. So anyone who's willing to help me, uh, great. I don't know if Edwin is so inclined. You guys are the, the fighty types. You guys are watching out. And... Hey, that's your job. <laughs> yeah. He's been working on tuning his lyre. <laughs> Walking along and uh, he's working on his his uh, story about the creature from the stars. All right. So I got a nine. I got a nine. Huzzah. Okay. So you get 
to ask one question about the uh, current situation of which you, everyone else is oblivious about. Uh, okay, this is your custom move? <laughs> yes, this is my custom move. Uh, what's about to happen? What you see that gives away a, a possible ambush is shadows on a, a ravine wall that shouldn't be there. And they are shadows that look like, eh, bits like spears and stuff like that. Nice straight lines that don't occur in nature. All right, so I, I uh, grab Edwin by this screen. Uh, back of his his um, jacket, and uh, I hold up the spear to stop uh, Cassius, and I say, "Halt, friends! Danger!" What? And I point my spear at the shadows. There's definitely at least one person watching you. Bandits? Hmm. Would be. I yell out in a loud voice. We are penniless travelers going, you know, going to the dwarves to see if I, we can I, find I, work. I cover, I cover the paladin's <laughs> mouth with my own meaty uh, calloused fist. And I shout, we are wealthy merchants on an errand of commerce. Uh, you, end that, you, end, you end that with, ah, Jesus, because I bite your <laughs> hand. No, we are penniless <laughs> adventurers. If you want to fight us, go right ahead. There's some rustling uh, in the underbrush and there's some furious whispering, just not quite within it, uh, recognizability. And eventually, a uh, fellow in, in leathers comes out with a spear, kind of leans on the on the spear, sighs, and goes like, damn, you look as poor as we are. Are you interested in joining our company? We have other, other business, I'm afraid, and we're certainly not worth the trouble for you to try to squeeze anything out of us. Maybe if there's an elf egg left, I'll throw him an elf egg. There you go. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> Put my helmet on with the emblem of Minerva blazing on the front of it, and I go, I really don't think I would be joining your group. I might. Are you worthy men? Ajax, we're on a quest. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally not listening. <laughs> the, the, the look of... Like, Minerva, you cannot me. believe that <laughs> I don't think that word has ever been used to describe me. <laughs> we are traveling businessmen ourselves, seeking uh, opportunities to recover tragic losses. I look and how at him. about recovering those tragic losses? Well, we are we thinking maybe if a nice caravan were to come along, we might be able to uh, get back on our feet. Good, sir. What was your trade before you decided to take up this new line of work? Um, acquisition. Yes, yes. We were acquirers. Ah, so you're, you didn't change your line of work then. Business has not been good. But we outnumber mm. you, so don't think anything like stopping us. That means there's lots of lots for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I raise my arms in a in a like uh, joy, and then I hurl my shield at him. So the somewhat sharp edge is right at it, uh, at his face or something, right? Well, he wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> now, would that be a volley or a hack and slash? It sounds like a volley. All right, okie dokie. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> Uh, my dex is one. Okay. 13. Oh, that's a miss. Beautiful, beautiful miss. 
you throw your shield with what you think is unerring accuracy, but uh, the tree next to him gets the worst of wear. <laughs> <laughs> and he just Sorry. kind of looks at you, looks at the tree, looks at the shield. I'm following up with like att- advancing, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm slowly walking toward it with the spear as, as you know, just after I throw it through it. A half dozen of them come out of the bush. So. Yes! <laughs> they are not good bandits. They have bits of uh, leather gear. Uh, some of them have twigs stuck in their hair, trying to be as stealthy as, as they can. They, they look rather put off by the fact that you're wanting to fight them, given that you are now horrendously outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shouting back at Edwin, like, Edwin, take this down! The mighty Ajax engaged six at once <laughs> without his shield. I start uh, playing a bit of a dirge. I think this will work for your final song. <laughs> <laughs> they are generally taken aback. Because <laughs> they did not expect the maniac. <laughs> <laughs> for glory! <laughs> this... Fellow is bent on violence. What do we have to do to get you gentlemen to withdraw? I'm being charming and open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that an automatic success? When you speak frankly with someone, you can ask their player, or in this case, player, non-player character, a question from the list below. They must answer it truthfully. Then they may ask you a question from the list, which you must ask, ask answer truthfully. And I'm basically, how can we get you to blank? So. Call off your attack dog. Why do you travel with such a maniac? I'm taking up like an attack stance. I'm like, first I'm going to start with you, and then I'm going to pierce you. <laughs> right? And then you, and you. <laughs> yes. Stories that uh, come from his antics are worth more than I can calculate. Ajax, how, how do we get you to leave these poor fellows alone? I'm using the same move on Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let me think about that for a moment. Uh, uh, also, the counter question. That's the important part. Uh, you you got to point me to a more worthy adversary. That's the only way. Also, I get to ask, ask you something. How can I get you to back me up? I would have to be in danger. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ajax, heal, heal. Is that a like a command kind of thing that you're doing? or or? Uh... No, unfortunately, I can't use it on you because you're not an NPC. <laughs> you know. It's right. somewhere so... between insulting and clever. <laughs> so I'm going to just laugh and I'm, I'm going to say, plenty for everybody here, Edwin. And I'm going to grab one of the guys by the spear and, and swing him over to Edwin. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's certainly defy danger because awesome. <laughs> you, you may uh, be stabbed for your efforts. Absolutely. Is it, uh, what do you think it is? Strength, dex? Oh, it's definitely strength because you are uh, just literally ripping them out of the brush and throwing them down to uh, where poor Edwin <laughs> is going. Ba-ba. You can certainly interfere, but it won't help. <laughs> no, I'm going to defend Edwin. Shield up, I stand between, and I'm going to try to bounce the guy off my shield. He's literally airborne. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. 
And I'm going to protect Edwin. So that's a, I get a plus one on that. Yeah, I'll see. give you a plus one situational because he can't maneuver out of the way. And I miss. And with a great clatter, you, you collide into a heap. Okay, so when, when you fail to defend, what actually happens? The uh, it's a basic move, so you get to make one of yours. Yeah, let, 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 let's go with uh, clatter into a heap. You know, you, you meant to deflect him with the shield, and instead he smeared against your shield, and uh, you both fell down because, well, you were you were thinking that, I got a shield, I can deflect him, and instead he kind of latched onto your shield. So, Edwin, <laughs> uh, <laughs> things are starting to devolve. Yes, they are. I am looking to, uh, I'm looking for cover. You weasel. (laughs) (laughs) Cover is easy enough to find. It is a wooded area. The the nature of of, uh, a lot of roads is they follow a ravine because that's just the easiest way to go where the least vegetation is. So you have vegetation on both sides. It tends to slope up on the side that the bandits are on. The ravine actually has – it's like a mini cliff. So you probably don't want to head in that direction. Look the the opposite direction. Ah, the high ground, and I head up the other side, other side of the ravine. So b- before we unleash the Ajax, Cassius, any last attempt to disarm the situation? Well, speaking of disarming, I just reached down and grabbed the guy's spear and yank and try to yank it off his hand and throw it away, and said, "Stay." So I guess that's defying danger, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Strength. Uh, Getting out of the way or acting fast. This is acting fast because you're trying to pull the spear before he can recover. Let's see, I can't use parlay on Ajax, can I? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, it says leverage on a GM character, but I'd, I'd say if you have leverage and you know that you can get me to uh, back off if, if, you have a, if you have a better, like more worthy opponent in mind. The, the, the way I would spin that is uh, if you can come up with something that Ajax would be susceptible or amenable to, you can give it a shot. Maybe there'd be spout lore of a, a tale of some creature that lies ahead. The ogre of the, uh, <laughs> the woods that lies ahead. That uh, Don't waste time on these ridiculous bandits. That's not a tale worth telling. Well, of course you know. And if you don't know, you can easily make something up. There's always ogres in the woods and gargoyles in the mountains. There's there's plenty of peril. If you go deep into the mountains, there's even giants. By the way, I make the roll and yank the spear out of his hand, and I tell him, stay and stand up. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try that on Ajax. Why are you bothering with these scraggly bandits? There's ogres ahead. It's an opponent worthy you. These aren't worthy of you. Oh, very nice. I'm I'm disinclined to interfere here. So, uh, I mean, probably... you've already disarmed one of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you you clearly showed that you are the muscle of this operation. <laughs> so I guess I'm like I'm I'm standing there, kind of like a um, you know spear fight in hidden fortress, like waiting to find a good opening. I'm like, mm. I stand up out of the the sort of spear stance. I'm like I I put the butt in the ground and I say. Ah, very well. I suppose they're lean pickings anyway. The bandit that's uh, down on the roadside with uh, Cassis nods his head quickly. Yes, yes, we're, we're, we're positively scrawny. 
can I have my spear back? <laughs> when we leave. Perhaps you, you, uh, weak man, know something about these ogres. Uh, <laughs> Stand behind a Jackson, like, nod my head, like, then point down the road. <laughs> the bandit leader kind of looks to the left and to the right and slowly points down the road. I think I heard them that way. <laughs> <laughs> and did they sound terribly mighty? Quite loud. Lads, I turn to my friends and I say, I think we have a new side quest. I'll help the guy up and dust him off and say, you know, Spears over there. Ajax, get your shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slowly collecting it. They give you, you a wide board. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not quite so much fear of the Ajax as fear of the rabid dog kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lean to the bandit leader and say, "Now, back in the town of Patience, they're built. They're going to rebuild the Hanging Goblin, and they may need extra hands to do so. And they may actually pay to do so." And I give him that look, and perhaps that may be better better suited for your talents. Pat him on the shoulder and walk past. Just kind of shakes his head. It's, it's like, how did the hell did we get into this situation? <laughs> I want a, I want Ajax to plumb the depth of his dusty mind uh, for anything of note that he has heard about these ogres. Mm. Well, it's very simple. You just have to spout some lore about them. Recount yeah. uh, your, your 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 tales of uh, uh, terror. So it's two d six minus one. Okay. Yes. Some you can see Ajax like his his eager eyes narrow in his helmet, and he's really really trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> They're big. You get experience point. <laughs> there are definitely ogres in these woods. Ogres have been threatening humanity since time immemorial. Fortunately, you know that ogres have a uh, weakness. If you can get them to eat ice, it will freeze their brains. <laughs> So I, I suddenly have a widening of the eyes, and I, I, I uh, say to the others, "Quick, we must find a shadow tarn to collect the ice." And uh, you know, I pick a direction and start striding. No, no, the, the road goes this way. The road goes this way. Damn the road! We must you... freeze the ogre's brain. What? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to use those cheap tricks. Your mighty fuse can subdue them easily. Yeah, I delved in my brain power and try to remember what, how you fight ogres. <laughs> the best way is with a catapult. No, 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 no. Ogres, you, you, you need garlic for ogres. You got to smear their face in garlic. That makes them weak. <laughs> if we run into ogres, you get to play with them first, and I'll back you up. How's that? But we need the ice to freeze the brain. And is that is that would be an honorable fight? Ah. <laughs> this is true it's a trickster's way yeah you would have to like get them into an ice eating challenge or something like that yeah that's probably mm-hmm. what i'm thinking like there's this moment of of just uh the wheels turning in ajax's head uh a little longer than most people uh, then, I le- then i lean in and say and we'd have to let edwin do the tricking and he get all the glory ah like there's a there's a different kind of ah wait a minute I can rope Edwin into this that'll make a man of him. <laughs> but then like I look hand up, of fate 
and the face, you know, face palm. I presume, <laughs> like, I presume the sun is out and it's warm and stuff. So, you know, even I can figure out that it's going to be hard to find ice. Uh, mm. I'll say, very well, we shall face the ogres as a team. <laughs> down the road. Down the road. I'm 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 slamming my shield with my spear and, and you know I'm coming up with some impromptu song about ogres. Is Ajax more of a, a city guy? Does he have how much wilderness experience does he uh, actually more, have? Uh, he's more of a like a homestead guy. Um so he has some knowledge of the wilderness, but he's absolutely no ranger. Not a chance. Well, the rest of the day is pretty uneventful. But the next day, as you're heading down the road, you hear this eerie, haunting, echoing, honking sound. It's got to be ogres. It's got to be ogres! I think this is where I need to spout lore on what that honking actually is. Ogres, definitely. Damn, I didn't think there were actually ogres in this hood. I grab Edward by the shoulder and like... All right, and I'm in the, in this kind of like weird uh, hoplite version of uh, of like a football crouch. Uh, like, all right, <laughs> we're going to go straight ahead, no swerving, no erring, no running away. I'll be right behind you, and then I give him a push in that direction. Pat, I pat Ajax on the back and I walk in front of Edwin and say, "We're prepared for them." I will not let Cassius take the the lead. Nonsense! <laughs> I will I will abandon my fervent. Uh, Pushing Edward into danger uh, and and take the lead, obviously. Yes, Ajax, you are literally the tip of the spear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let Edwin get in front of me, so he's you know we have an Edwin sandwich. So you go tromping <laughs> off in the, into the woods, searching yes. for ogres. Yes. Maybe about half an hour into it, side of the road, long gone. You come into a uh, clearing in the woods and there is a great beast there it's got four legs and shaggy fur and antlers that are at least eight foot across it it is totally gotta be an ogre mount <laughs> and it makes this weird mewling honking sound to challenge you sort of to maybe. challenge me oh <laughs> the well, ogre's mount will be mine uh, and I brush in. Yes, yes. Since you're the only one that hasn't horribly failed lore, let's give it one last chance for reason. Oh, let's make a lore roll? Uh, yeah, you do know that I'm minus one at, uh, yeah, minus one at this. That, that's okay. I, just, this, 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 it, it, it is the... Nope, uh, nope, nope, nope. Unless, unless, what the uh, hell? It's bigger than a bear? Built it looks more like a stag. But bulkier and shaggier and dire stairs. Yes. <laughs> well, those horns are murder. Edwin, stay in the forest because he won't be able to run through it very well with those horns. I will stay here and uh, document your victory. The thing just sits there and looks at you, Ajax, as you charge towards it. Yeah. And then it realizes that, oh, you have hostile. Hostile intent. <laughs> and it just kind of lowers its head and glowers at you mm -hmm. and then charges you. Fantastic. 
Are you going to try and leap over his horns? <laughs> no, he's going to defy danger to avoid being eviscerated. On. Well, I, I say I want to hack and slash, though, right? I want to leap in with my spear uh, since I have reach. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I will give you reach. I cannot so, tell sure. Edwin that you do not err and swerve if, if, if I'm going to err and swerve afterwards. That's <laughs> terrible advice. <laughs> All right, so I'm I'm leaping in with the spear, with the attempt of spearing this monstrous ogre's mount. Uh, hey, that's at least an eight. Need uh, the trade, trade damage. Yes. Um, I do not have uh, the stat block for an elk in front of me. So. Notice that it says you deal your damage to the enemy, and the enemy makes an attack against you. So it doesn't have to be damage. It can be something else. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in that case... It, it will t- yeah. it will typically do what they would do. Yeah, it hits you full in the chest and throws you over it. <laughs> so there's a clong. <laughs> very, very much. Roll your uh, spears damage because you, we'll you, do. you do get a do get a poke into it. I'm the fighter, right? So it's a D10. One D10. Two piercing if if this thing has any armor. Um, oh, seven. That's actually a, a pretty good gouge, and and, yes. and the thing, it, it shrieks. It's just like, well, that wasn't a sound I was expecting, and uh, <laughs> it starts heading towards the woods. It's just like it wants none of you. It's going to leave you in its dust. Oh, <laughs> can I rush? Do a quick rush in because when his head is up, his neck is exposed, and I'm going to rush in. Give it a shot. I'm going to rush in with my sword and try to slash its neck. Yeah, it's a, it could also, also uh, clip you with its horn, so there is risk. Yeah, yes, there is. So I got a... Antlers, uh, as the case may be. Plus one on this. Ooh, but no, I slice <laughs> in. <laughs> Four points and, damage. And that's enough to take the beast out. Mm-hmm. You slice it in the throat, and it continues to run past and then just plows into the uh, grass before it can get to the forest. Bleeds out right then and there. I'm ecstatic. I'm like, well struck! <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming, climbing to my feet, you know, right in my helmet. Mighty elk slayers. That's probably good eating. It's fantastic eating! Edwin, come out of the woods! <laughs> I imagine in my venture gear we have a small hatchet. There, Any small trees are going to be felled. And you know what? This is a nice place to set up camp. I'm, I'm going to cut out the liver. Um, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to cut it in half, and I'm going to give half to to Edwin. I'm like, you eat it raw. This is this is the the glory of the kill. <laughs> and I'm going to start munching mine. <laughs> I mean, what do you do, Edwin? I'm standing there expecting you to eat. I want to see if I can spout any lore about eating a raw liver of a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you XP machine. <laughs> it must be fine. Most mythic monsters, you have to eat their internal organs to gain their powers. <laughs> you can see it. Jack's eyes is glowing like... Takes the tiniest little nibble on it. <laughs> well, I, I guess I need this for the story. Be able to describe the taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, this is where we have make camp. Oh, yeah. Settle in and consume a ration and or dire elk. <laughs> 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 so 
if you're somewhere dangerous, decide the watch order as well. If you have enough XP, you may level up when you okay. wake up. Okay, if you wake up. Definitely going to start a fire because we need to, you know, there's a lot of good meat in there and we definitely need to start cooking it. Well, that's actually a good idea, but it is also advertising to every predator within miles. That's why I'm making a big fire. So are, are you going to take watch or trust in the bonfire? First, we're <laughs> going to make camp and then obviously yeah. watch. Yeah. I'll be happy to take the first watch. Yeah, wake me up. I get the last. Who's the wisest of the bunch? It's Edwin. <laughs> Were you ever in doubt? <laughs> Edwin, give me a watch roll. That's based on wisdom. Well, let's see. On a 10 plus, you're able to wake the camp and uh, prepare a response. The camp takes plus one forward. Yay! So late at night, just as the bonfire is starting to wane, you see people approaching about... Maybe six of them. Give, give each of the others a boot. Hey, wake up, wake up. We got company. Mm. What, what? I just got to sleep. What? <laughs> <laughs> just don't don't go throw anything at them immediately. Because, you know, you show people you mean them no harm, and they'll never harm you. Nine times out of ten. Will you let me use my charming and open if I call out to them? And say, uh, hello, um, what are you doing here? <laughs> As, as they get within uh, talking distance, you realize, oh, it's these guys. And and the bandit leader just, that smells great. Do you have any left? No, there's probably more than we'll be able to carry with us. Try the liver. Go <laughs> <laughs> want to share some of your bountiful harvest? Oh, yeah. With, with these schmucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, yes. a, I'm in favor of it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a pelvis of Minerva here, so, you know, it's. I'll go through the morning service. Yeah, that's the cost of a meal. <laughs> Do you also collect a tithe? <laughs> Though I, as, as I'm going to talk about, you know, commerce and how, you know, and, you know, the wisdom of inns and business and. So, yes, yes. So if, you, if you go to the other end of, end of the meadow there, you can find the general store, and then there's, there's a smithy right. Just over that hill. Then you realize there's maybe a little bit of snark in that. We make do with, with, with what we can out here. Fineries of civilization. Yeah, we've forsaken those. Some of the other bandits look like, um, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ever had any dealings with the dwarves? Kind of taken aback by that. Just like, those flinty, penny pinching bastards? Yeah, yeah, those are the ones. Yeah. Oh, no. I have heard stories, of course. It's, it's, they are totally a, a merchant's bane. Well, good thing we're not merchants then. Neither are we. Acquisitions, that's our specialty. Us too. Oh. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so hey. so here, here's a quick question, uh, Todd. Mm -hmm. Do you think the meat we've acquired is worth 100 coin? Mm -hmm. It's elk venison. If you had a market for it, it might be worth, yes. All right. So would you could we potentially count this as carousing when you spend a hundred coin? In this situation, food is its own merit, so I, I would definitely say this could fall into a, a carouse situation. Awesome. Use more alcohol, but yeah, you, you 
go with liver eating challenges. Instead. Yes, yes, and and they're like I'm trying to get them to eat the heart, so they'll have some heart in the future. I'm right? trying yeah. to put some some muscle on them. Is it I, I, just a hundred coin, or is it more than a hundred coin? Do you think it's a, it's a crazy sumptuous feast, or or just a regular mm. feast? It, it is certainly a feast, but it's not crazy sumptuous. Because right. uh, what's for dinner? Elk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so no pluses. See what we can do. Seven. seven. Ooh, choose one. Success of sorts. Yeah, so uh, I think uh, I'd like to gain some usefulness or information. Like I'm plying them with meat uh, of the elk and like uh, uh, getting them to open up and be, you know, hearty and thankful as Edwin is asking them about dwarves and, and stuff, right? So. Well, one piece of information you get for free is the name of the beast you've felled is an elk. Kind of like an elm tree, but with a K. Well, it's Mithralan here. He would know more about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably would have been horrified by your actions, but that's another story. (laughs) We're lucky it wasn't Mithralan that you just killed. (laughs) (laughs) That too, that too. Most useful information. Hmm. The next caravan will be coming through in two days. Oh. The road is that way, by the way. With everyone here, we have imagine we have enough people guarding. I'm going to divest myself. Actually, I'm actually get my armor. I'm going to go find a nice little quiet corner and do a little communing with Minerva and get some spells. For those who have any injuries, camping also does heal you. No problem for me. That none of us have any injuries. I, all my hit points are back, so I'm just going to write on my on my sh- on a piece of paper out here where it spells I'm taking. I'm taking bless. Magic weapon. You know what? Just in case, speak with dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I have as road spells, light, sanctify, and guidance. Ooh, ooh I'm going to take a bunch of that that elk meat we, we've been we've cooking. I'm going to mm-hmm. sanctify it. Food or water you hold in your hands while you cast a spell is consecrated by your deity. In addition, to now being holy or unholy, the effect of substance is purified of any mundane spoilage. You're in the wrong business. Why aren't you a cottage industry already? <laughs> so that's going to be a yeah, – so it's a minus one because it's not my forte. Hey, I got a partial. Hey, what is that? you didn't ruin it, and it is certainly holy. So – but choose one. I'm going to choose the first one. You draw unwelcome attention to yourself in a, in, or put yourself, or put in, yourself a, in a spot. Yeah. spot. The GM will tell you how. As you are sanctifying – the assorted meats, the uh, bandits get really uncomfortable with what you are doing. And it's like, why are you going through that process? It's, they seem very agitated that you're sanctifying uh, all the food. Well, just the food I can hold in my hand. Um, am I privy to this conversation when they like they? Um... No one is making a secret about it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna narrow my eyes at them and and try to discern realities. You've had plenty of chance to eyeball each and every one of them. All right, I get to ask one with my eight. What here is not what it appears to be. They they are a little bit uh, religious. May not be the right word, but. Uh, they are they are really put off by the uh, actions uh, of they seem to have a, a beef with clerical magic as a whole. Mm. Like are, are we sitting here having a like a uh, a party with some cultists or perhaps 
or are they atheists? <laughs> Actually, we're libertarian conservatives. <laughs> it's almost like they have, to a man, rejected or or banished or, or something along those lines. But they, they definitely have a beef with clerical magic, and their attitudes towards uh, Cassius are definitely shifting negative. So I'm, I'm going to, like, quote-unquote, stealthily elbow Edwin. I'm like, you should ask them about their beliefs. Hmm. Uh, sure, sure. They're friendly enough, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll uh, go out. Didn't know you guys uh, had any sort of religious views. Uh, who do you serve? One of the bandits spits at your feet. We serve no gods. They've betrayed each and every one of us. We have nothing to do with them. Start eyeing Cassius again. I think our hospitality has ended. Just because he has uh, odd religious beliefs doesn't mean you have to uh, observe them. He is a tool of the religious institution. (laughs) He's a bit of a tool sometimes, yes. You know, I can hear you. (laughs) He's a tool of the hierarchy. So they get to ask. Uh, they get to ask Edwin a question too, right? Why do you follow that lackey of Minerva mm-hmm. from the list? <laughs> oh, jeez! I liked my question. <laughs> it was a good question. <laughs> okay, so so where is the list at? And they can still ask that question too. I just don't have to answer it, right? <laughs> or don't have to answer it truthfully. And this doesn't have to be a, an out in the open question. It can be like oh. something that they figure out. Oh, this 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 is pretty close. It's like, well, we know who he's bound to. Who do you serve? I serve knowledge. That is my uh, mistress, my goal. I acquire it. Shakes his head. You won't find any around him. He's full of interesting stories. That's not what you said you were after. That is. The knowledge of how the religious people operate. Good to know sometimes. Why, you don't have to study the blind to know what vision is like but by studying the blind you can learn how to compensate for lack of vision how to expand your other senses the best way to learn is not by association this is get yourself to a book find yourself a bard (laughs) and and they all start making the break camp yeah they'll, they'll nod to uh, Ajax and uh, Edwin. Thank you for your hospitality. Kind of look over at uh, Cassius. We probably won't meet again. I'll just give him a nod. Enjoy the elk. They will enjoy the untainted elk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the road's that way. There's a caravan in two days. Shall we be off? What are you going to do with that ginormous elk head? I'm going to collect the... uh antlers or whatever they're called they they will be a good sale somewhere for sure i'll, I'll tie them together with some sinew and um you know uh lug them over my shoulder is that uh well two days pass and finding the road is easy enough to do are you guys just gonna sit on the side with your thumbs out <laughs> we'll keep walking along the road in the direction we're heading yeah there was a spring in the meadow uh, so I'm going to say you've also had a chance to clean up so you, you don't look quite as scruffy as you did when you first entered patients. Fantastic. Right. Uh, and, and at least you're not going to be sitting there 
soaked in elk blood. <laughs> yeah, unless you think that would give you an advantage. It was so stylish. <laughs> and almost on schedule, a little bit off because you did keep walking down the road a little bit. A uh, string of five oxen with carts is plodding your way, and uh, it's not a imperial stagecoach, but uh, yeah, at least it's something. Hello there. Good day. I'll be uh, charming and open again, and go. How can I get you to give us a ride? We're heading towards the doors. Looks around, looks for bandits. What are you doing way out here? I told you we're headed towards the doors. Really? On foot? Yeah. That seems rather impulsive. Yeah. Keeps looking for bandits. Do what you have to do. <laughs> also, it's easier to hunt when you don't have a wagon. And I hold up my, my antlers. And we're on a quest. Ah, yes. Ah, says the Knight of Minerva. Paladin. Knight Paladin. Yeah. Perhaps no, we just could... Paladin. <laughs> yeah. If you're concerned about bandits, I'm, we, we've seen some, and uh, these stout fellows chased them off. Poker ah, face. they were weaklings. They, they, they didn't have any courage. Well, then I suppose I uh, owe you something for that. Merchant looks over at uh, Cassius, and he quotes the, uh, one of the first principles of Minerva's teachings. Mm. What do you do? And I go with the second and third. And he nods his head in that secret <laughs> Minerva handshake. Climb on board. Bail. Mind the potatoes. Be on yep. guard, Ajax. We may have fallen in with cultists. <laughs> <laughs> also up front with them and and uh, hey, engage in really engage in religious um, palaver. <laughs> Actually, he's uh, rather enamored with the fact that an agent of Minerva would uh, patrol the roads to protect uh, commerce from bandits. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Raytum, oh yeah, have you heard what happened back in Patience? Some band of ruffians burned down the end, the, the hanging goblin. Yeah, it's just almost like a communal moan from the, <laughs> from the merchants. So, oh, that was such a nice place. You're in the background in my house. <clears throat> probably ogres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, if you were there now, though, they'd be having a they're they're having a festival to help help um, the innkeeper uh, barn. Yes, our innkeeper barn to. Uh, uh, rebuild. So, all in the name of Minerva. Praise be Minerva. I hear patience is a fine community, and it sounds like they're doing right by their own. You wouldn't happen to have anything to do with that, would you? I may have uh, persuaded the Lord, the uh, the mayor, to assist. You're a good man. Holds out his hand. I am called Merchant Caraway. I am Cassius, the good. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling is incredibly boring, but as uh, was uh, predicted earlier, there are stations along the way. These men are uh, carrying wagon loads of vegetables uh, for the dwarves in the mountains, so they're heading in exactly the direction you need to go. Mm. They're not particularly wealthy yet because they haven't been paid yet, so they are – Pretty much when they get to a way station, it's a watering hole and a place for them to circle the wagons and set up a camp. Mm-hmm. But uh, they don't go to uh, staying in uh, at the 
any uh, roof over their head kind of thing. I definitely volunteer me and Ajax to, to take a stint watching over the, uh, the, the, the wagons. They'll accept you in because you you are obviously uh, mm-hmm. that uh, feather of good fortune in their hat right now. You, know, you stopped bandits. Uh, praise be Minerva. It and... pretty much will be quiet except Edwin. As you're sitting here in this camp with, with, with all these peasant types, you hear those dulcet strains of some musical instrument and some boisterous activity coming from the station house. You may put your ears if you wish. What do you do? Heading towards the sound. Okay, well, that's easy enough to do. As you get closer to the station house, uh, it is obvious that some form of entertainment is going on. There's bits of... uh, laughter and uh, some music mixed in between. So it definitely sounds like someone is uh, more in the storytelling mode than the uh, pure lyrical uh, mode. So are you approaching with a musical instrument in hand? What is your musical instrument again, just to refresh my memory? Oh, I can go look at my picture there. The recorder? Yeah. Okay, that's... Portable and sturdy. If you actually know how to play it, you might actually be able to induce music out of it. So as you make your way inside at the station house, it is warm and noisy and a little bit smoky. Uh, You can smell at least four or five different types of pipe weed uh, going. And sure enough, by the fireplace in the traditional spot for most bards, there is a fellow dressed similar to you, actually. It's not saying it's a uniform or anything, but it's it meets people's expectations. And he's sitting there with a lute and telling tales and doing a little musical accompaniment to that. Are you going to try to be stealthy, or are you going to like walk into to the door and go, Bard! <laughs> Listen to what tale he's telling. Stingy doors. It's it's a it's a, a tale of uh, humor and of uh, yeah, maybe some actual knowledge mixed in with there, but it's dealing with uh, how legendary tight-fisted dwarves are with their money to the point of comedy. Of course, hard to say how much is truth and how much is embellishment, or if there's any truth at all. It's about some lore, maybe. You certainly can. Are you going to fact-check him? <laughs> Ooh, 10. GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. The dwarves that he mentions sound like legit names, and you think he's actually referring to the current lord uh, of the uh, the dwarven domain and uh, to the various vassals and stuff. So it's like he's embellishing the story with truth. So you, you make a mental note of, of these various uh, dignitaries and and their functions up in Stonehole. Hold the spiral. So if you act upon that information, you might be able to leverage it in the future. I'll probably make my way towards the, the front. He probably looks at you, expecting you to throw something in his hat. See, that's why you have such a tall hat. <laughs> <laughs> so fill it up, fill it up. <laughs> That was a fun story about the dwarves. 
Have you been there recently? He kind of nods. I've recently been in Stonehold, working my way back towards the capital. Looks like you're heading in the other direction. Indeed I am. Heed the words of my tale. Him being the foremost authority on dwarves as far as he's concerned. Well, you seem to know your, know your dwarves, having been there recently. Is there anything a traveler wishing to get some, or what's it called? Floatstone? Oh, the floatstone? Mmm. Well, yeah, you have to dig deep for that. Yeah, the dwarves never let go of anything lightly. What would you have to uh, give them for such a treasure? What were they desiring in uh, Stonehold? Vegetables, pipeweed, mundane things that humans, such as ourselves, are proficient at gathering. They'd much rather stick their nose into a rock than have to worry about that. Did they have any appreciation for your tales? Kind of smirks. I'm heading back to the capital for better opportunities. Hope I have better luck. You will need it. He sits there and he starts plucking out a few tunes. So, do you know this one? Try to discern realities on this guy. Study closely here. Well, I'm sure you can. You're quite at point-blank range to him. So let's throw down some dice there. <laughs> I stick my nose in his nose and I look at him very carefully. <laughs> <laughs> what here is not what it appears to be. Well, most of the people here are, are travelers. But this bard... Yeah, for someone who says that he did poorly, he's a little too well-fed, a little too clean, and maybe his purse is a little too bulging. Maybe he didn't feed you the whole truth earlier. He's in good spirits for someone who supposedly did poorly in Stonehold. How can I get you to tell me what really happened in Stonehold? Yeah, you probably would have to fill up that uh, empty mug that's sitting next to him. If there's a um, serving lunch or something, I'd push it over and fill up his mind. You are aware that uh, your point curse is as empty as his is full. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> you're going to order anyway? Yeah. He nods. It- Much appreciated. So what is, what is your actual goal here? Because he would actually like to get you to uh, play some tunes with him since he recognizes you as one of the craft because that would only serve to boost his audience and their generosity. You do that for more information on what's ahead for us when we get to the dwarves. Maybe put your hat out too just in oh, case you can pay for the drink. <laughs> so I, I just imagine, you know, this guy, he's got, you know, like the Fletcher's cap, you know, and then this big honking hat comes out. Well, it certainly is possible for you to uh, pick up some coin, possibly even pay for your own tab. I'm thinking, how would that work if you wanted to actually earn a little coin besides breaking even? Scrolling here on the bar, does it talk to anything about that? Defy danger? I don't know. Could be. Could be. Yeah, defy danger has a, has a certain merit to it because the, the, the danger is will you be uh, put to shame by uh, his plucking skill? Oh my god! <laughs> and found out to be and found to be penniless and tossed from the from the way station. 
make a uh, defy danger on charisma. Be found out to be the pretender that you are or to uh, no, shine no, no, no. next to this. Let me tell you a tale about a rock that fell from the stars. <laughs> <laughs> first guy in the first station house. And it certainly is mysterious. While the dwarves, it's fun to make fun of. This is something that people actually like get wide-eyed and wonders about. So uh, you end up coming up with six coins ahead by the end of the night. And as yeah. promised, after, after a couple of sets, the other bard, that's John, what's his name? Oh, Fennig. Fennig actually bows to you. It says, I am impressed with your skill with such a simple device. Mm-hmm. You'll practice long and hard. And as promised, let us talk about dwarves. And he sits there and he tells you about the months that he uh, spent uh, with the dwarves. Stony, hard people to get into. But once you get under their skin, they're very welcoming. But it does take some work. What would you like to know? Well, we need to get some of this float stone. He strokes his goatee. He says, like, uh, just from the look of you, I don't think you can afford it. But... Maybe if you can do something for the dwarves, they'll reward you. They're always having their own troubles, too. It's probably our best bet. They need some someone clever and industrious. I'm sure I can help them. If they need some big rocks moved, I have some companions who can help in that. <laughs> he kind of snorts. I think the dwarves are fully capable of moving their own rocks. But... It's hard to move rocks when someone wants to gnaw on your ankles. Perhaps you might be able to find employment there. Based upon the tale you've told today, I think you and your compatriots just might be the people the dwarves can work with. Certainly hope so. And if you're heading towards the capital, if you stop by Patience, they're going to be having a festival there to help one of the locals. You might be able to make a few coin and help out there. He kind of smiles. I've done a few rounds at the Hanging Goblin. Yeah, it would not hurt to swing by that way. Yes, well, that's the that's what they're having the festival to rebuild. He looks at you and there's a little bit of shock and horror on his face. Say it isn't so. I'm afraid. Some crazed adventurers. <laughs> you know, adventurers. <laughs> they learn everything. Crazy adventurers, good for stories and not much else. Yes, yes. By the way, have you met my friends? <laughs> There's meat and shield. Well, uh, you actually miss out on any chance of a watch because bards stay up way too late. I was watching the interior of the uh, of the house there. It was safe. <laughs> and warm. Yeah. And, 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 and you actually walked away with six coins So after your tab. So what, it was what, 2 a.m. in the morning when he finally drags his sorry ass over to the camp? Smelling of smoke and mead. And there's Cassius just standing there looking at him going, Mm-hmm. Bedroll's over there. Good night, Cassius. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't sit too close to the fire. You'll catch fire. Let, let Ajax know when it's his turn to, to take watch. <laughs> well, pretty much for the next three station houses, it'll, it's a similar thing. It's a long, boring trip, but uh, 
you all are intimidating enough to keep any amateur bandits at bay. Yeah, seeing the lead the lead oxen wagon with a paladin sitting in front, leaning on his sword, is probably a good deterrent. <laughs> it certainly doesn't uh, hurt that uh, you are mutually beneficial. Yeah, you know? they, mm-hmm. they get protection, you get transportation, and mm-hmm. uh, they they do share their provisions with you, so it isn't cutting into your stocks. Unless, of course, you wish to share and further improve morale. Oh, yeah. I'd probably share some of that elk meat. You know, hey, it's sanctified. And I'm amongst, amongst, the, amongst the brethren. So, Edwin, are you going to <laughs> ply your tail at each station house along the way? I'll give uh, some performance. See if I can at least pay for my, uh, my drink. <laughs> <laughs> give me a... a- a overall for the trip charisma role on your performance along the way. Oh, even better. While making people laugh is one thing, actually sharing information and tales of doing and daring, which may or may not expand as you travel along, is very lucrative. The size of the elk that those guys defeated, every grows a, a couple foot each time. <laughs> Ajax gets thrown higher and higher, almost to the point where he can touch the moon. And yeah, in the end, it, it was an ogre mount. <laughs> That's what I've been saying all this time. <laughs> it's just the technical term for it is elk. Well, give yourself another 20 coins for that uh, tour of the Stoneway. And uh, Ajax, wh- while this is going on, you're, you're kind of left holding the reins and holding the reins of oxen is not glorious and tends to smell. Can you keep yourself in check or what do yeah, we I don't need mind. to do? I don't mind that so much. Uh, I'm, it's mostly I'm bored, bored to tears and there are no ogres. You've actually met patrols, uh, rarely mind you, but uh, that are heavily armored on horseback with the lances. So it's like each one comes by and your, your heart rises as it's going like, yes, th- th- these guys, they're on an ogre hunt. And then they just ride on by and they're just as bored as you are. Uh, well, I think Ajax might get up to some mischief if he's horribly bored. I, I think uh, like there, there are some practical jokes happening along the way. Exploding or potatoes. Like attempts <laughs> at practical jokes like, uh, you know, Edwin wakes up with lots and lots of potatoes in his cloak or Cassius has like ox dung in his helmet or something, right? <laughs> you know, you can fit multiple spiders inside of a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think he's that smart. It's just the obvious thing that you can, you can take one thing and put it in another thing. And they have to be big things. <laughs> But yeah, there's just some like uh, horseplay and 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 practical joking uh, going on. So mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just gonna he's gonna walk off and find some ogres on his own, and that's not gonna that's not a good good idea. So if I do find you know oxen dung in my helmet, it will be deposited ba- deposited upon upon the sleeping form of Ajax to wake him up. <laughs> Surely there will be no form of proof like Ajax shaped footprints from the back of a of an oxen. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun let's give that a roll to see how well of a practical joker you are and unfortunately it is based upon your wit so 
intelligence <laughs> or intelligence yeah. oh. intelligence because right. you need to be crafty and clever about this <laughs> oh a nine <laughs> you get as good as you get because uh while you think you're being stealthy and you are indeed keeping an eye out for edwin and uh cassius you kind of forgot all those extra sets of eyeballs for the merchants. Right. And the next thing you know, they get in the game because they're <laughs> bored as well. And but, like that, the entire defense of the caravan was <laughs> obliterated. Cool, cool. So we have the whole caravan more or less like involved. Um, yeah, but they're much more subtle than you are. Sure. I mean, it's like a lump of brown and gray sitting there maybe an occasional smirk, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. And by the end of the week, uh, steady as it goes, you make it and higher and higher elevations to the gates of Stonehold. In typical dwarven, they must be compensating for something fashion. These things are huge. They're like 50, 60 feet tall, you know, with giant visages of dwarven kings and, 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 and the whole craggy motif of dwarves. Uh, they're, they're not Tolkienish as in they look like uh, short people. At least from you know these visages, they, they are craggy because they, they are their features are much more angular and almost look like they are chiseled out of flesh rather than creatures of flesh. Personally, I would like to make this a stopping point because, you know, trouble begins usually when you walk through the gate. <laughs> sure. Yeah, good, good spot works. to start with, like, spout lore and discern reality stuff next time. Yeah. If that works for everyone. Fine with yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I need to work on housekeeping here. Let's see. When you reach the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is resolved completely explored or no longer relevant or otherwise. Ask the player you have the bond with if they agree. If they do, mark XP and write a new bond with whomever you wish. <clears throat> Once bonds have been updated, look into your alignment. If you fulfilled the alignment at least once the session, mark XP. Then answer these three questions as a group. But let's look at bonds first. I'm debating about my one with Ajax now. Ajax has stood by me in battle and can be and can be trusted completely. And there you are running off, trying to start, you know, fights and so forth. Uh, maybe that one battle we had together was the exception rather than the rule. Yeah, he stood by me, stood by me in battle, but he's a hothead and tends to run off and try to start fights. <laughs> he still kind of looked like he had uh, at least some protective measure for Edwin. Well, that's with Ed, that's Edwin though. But I'm I'm trying. In his eyes, that's a compliment. That means he he thinks you can take care of yourself, right? Yeah. Well, if you, if, if uh, Cassius don't don't feel that uh, Ajax can be trusted completely, then you you need to change the bond, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. I'm changing the bond. So I'm going to say he's still with battle, but he's a hothead and tends to run off half cocked. Perfect. He likes playing with oxen poo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Ajax, do you agree with that change in the bond? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, I guess that I don't. I don't works. think Ajax can be completely trusted. 
<laughs> that sounds like an XP. That's how that works, right? Yep. Let's see. Well, you haven't made Edwin hard, that's for sure. Uh, I think we're making making progress with the nibbling of, of raw gelt <laughs> liver and stuff. Uh, but that was a pretty weak attempt. So it's like, <laughs> you might have to force feed him next time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think I'm in I'm, – these are like two beliefs, right, that you have. One, one about Edwin is about like – uh, worrying about Edwin surviving and the other is like, but he has to be hard to survive. So uh, on the one hand, I, I kind of acted against the worry when I threw the spearman at him. Technically, was that Cassius, but it was in Edwin's nope, general nope, nope, direction. No, nope, it was intended at Edwin. That's right, it was. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he should be able to handle one measly bandit, right? <laughs> It wasn't even a good bandit. No. <laughs> I, I don't think any of them are uh, completely explored or in in need of change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have not met Myth yet, so we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Oh, you mythed out. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Alignment. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, I definitely did mine. Endanger yourself to protect someone weaker than you. Totally. Yeah. Dangerous. Would you count the ogre, the fearsome ogre mount who threw me to the moon as a worthy opponent? Honestly, at that time, you did not know its capabilities, and it certainly was taller than you were. And so heavier. Is it, is, it like, is it the fact or the belief? <laughs> it should be the fact. <laughs> like, was there actual ever, actually ever any, any like, uh, risk to Ajax in that uh, fight, do you think? If Cassius had not slit its throat, then it would have potentially kicked the ever-loving shit out of you. But it was running away. (laughs) Yeah, but you were in the the kicking part of it. (laughs) Ah, fair. I'm I'm not gunning for the XP, but if you want to award award it, um, I'm not going to protest. Okay, let me see, find the actual wording on that. Defeat a worthy opponent. Yeah, I'm thinking like, you know, the bandit leader what? or like uh, an enemy knight or <clears throat> a monster. Yeah, to be honest. Probably I, not worthy enough. Yeah, no. To be honest, I would imagine it's something that would require more than one round of combat. Well, I mean, I could <laughs> roll awfully well on my damage. Yeah, uh, that's true, too. <laughs> Um, yeah, probably wasn't worthy enough because in hindsight, it was lunch. Okay, so about, and three Edwin? questions for the group. Oh, no, did, did Edwin? Did, oh, no, did Edwin? Did you get your alignment? Oh, sorry, mm, sorry. No, this time because fighting the those bandits didn't seem they would have provided an inf- interesting enough story. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Luckily I for them, maybe they were stole, I kind of maybe stole the opportunity for you there with the the elk because uh, Ajax was so gung ho about it. It didn't take any spurring, no. No. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, three questions. Did we learn anything new and important about the world? We learned about the dwarves. Definitely. Uh, Edwin uh, actually has uh, a floating bonus, plus one forward if you want to use the term, uh, about uh, dwarves because of the information that he learned from uh, Fennig. Uh, overcome a notable monster enemy? Yeah. Again, not nah. not the worthy opponent. 
And as tasty as it is, we did not loot any any treasure, as the elk meat is. We didn't loot any <laughs> what? treasure. <laughs> I, I call bullshit. I have some super large um, ogre mount uh, antlers um, that I'm going to sell in Dwarf Town. He's got uh, a good point there. Uh, if he can find a buyer for uh, elk antlers, then uh, that could be treasure. I mean, okay, it wasn't, it wasn't the one ring or anything, but it, it's still cool stuff. Absolutely. That's true. Okay, so that's the two XP for that. Woohoo! Oh. More than I... And I dinged again. Okay. Technically, at each station house, it's considered a camp and an opportunity to level up. I need to learn to fail more, obviously. Well, thank you all uh, for, for humoring me on this. I actually did want a travel session, uh, travel log, whatever you want to call it. But I, I didn't want to say one weekend you're there. I, I, I wanted to explore mm-hmm. the world a little bit, get some lore uh, going and stuff like that. So thought, thank I you. I thought it was fun. And, I thought it was fun. Like, uh, especially cool with the, the recurring uh, bandits and the uh, opportunity mm-hmm. to exchange information between the bards. I like I like those things really a lot. Um, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, thank you, gentlemen. There we go. I'll catch you, gentlemen, later. Yep. We'll do. Have a good Have week. A good Take one. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I still have stupid butterflies, but at least I can beat them back and move forward. For fear, I am here to offer critique. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I have butterflies? <laughs> No, it's not. It's not critique. It, it's it's sage advice and guidance. Yeah, because John, you never you never try to tell anybody how to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, 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 I didn't probably. actually. From from what was left after Dirk's editing, uh, I assume <laughs> like the, I, I don't. I didn't see any major problems with your session. So, like, yeah, I still felt like I was pulling way too much out of my ass, but. I guess that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and when you're not so inclined, you do what Dirk does, and you go, so you tell me. <laughs> it worked. It worked great. Yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What does he look like? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's how I've heard people describe it as, you know, like there's a teen angst mechanic built in or something. Like, yeah, I got old man angst. I don't need teen angst. It's... it's, it's <laughs> Max Silver here, and I just want to remind you all that you can find our adventures at the following places. My buddy Doc might know what they are, but I sure as heck don't. Anyway, find us at our forums at thesundayskypers.freeforums.org, or at our Facebook page, whatever heck a Facebook page is, or at our Google Plus page. Again, what the hell is a Google Plus page? I don't know. Or you can mail us at Sunday Skypers, um, some little A thing with a circle around it. What the heck is that thing? I don't know. Zoho.com. That's a strange mailing address. Hey, Doc, can you tell me what the heck that little funny A sign is?